0: and how you want to move in and through us lord be with these people as they tune in now in jesus name we pray amen
1: how y'all doing today it's good to see y'all tonight lord i just pray right now in the name of jesus That your spirit would fall in this place. That you would come with your comfort and your peace that only you can bring. Lord, I pray for that healing blanket of your comfort to fall on each and every person at the sound of my voice right now, Lord. That you would come down like a dove and rest upon them. Lord, I pray that they would encounter you tonight, Lord, that they would have a touch of your presence, Lord that will mark them, that will change them, that will make them run on fire for you. Father, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that they will have an encounter like I had with you, Lord, when you came to me. Father, I pray for deliverance to break out in this place tonight, Father, a breakout, of addiction, Father, like you had, you rescued me from addiction of 15 years of smoking cigarettes. Father, you instantly set me free. Father, I pray that that same anointing flow tonight and set the captives free to break the bondages of the enemy off of their minds and their hearts, Lord, with your truth. With your truth, because it is your truth. It is your truth that sets us free. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Luke 4, 18 and 19, it says. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, To preach deliverance to the captives. And recovering of the sight to the blind. To set at liberty them that are bruised to preach the favorable year of the Lord. I remember when the Lord came to me, I was in a state of the most brokenness place, Benny, the most broken I had ever been in in my life, and I just wanted to die. I just wanted to die. you see, Jesus encountered me and touched me and marked me forever. He made himself real to me. He didn't leave me all alone. He didn't leave me broken. But he brought healing to me. Thank you, Jesus. In Isaiah forty, verse twenty nine, it says, "He giveth power to the we- to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increases strength." Sometimes we try to be strong in our own self. Sometimes we try to have strength in our own ways. We try to live this world the way we've always walked. We've tried to do our own thing, we try to go and, and live our life for our selfish ways, but the Bible tells me that the wages of sin is death and the gift of God is eternal life. And you see, God wants you, the Bible says that to lose your life is to gain it, but those, that, but those that lose their life for my sake shall find eternal life. You see, he gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. For when you are weak, he is strong. And tonight I feel he's going to bring healing and he's going to bring a miracle in your life. If you would doubt, if you would dare to believe, if you would dare to believe that the God, the creator of the universe is it, interested in you. He's interested in knowing you. He's interested in you knowing him. He's interested in touching your life where you'll be so on fire with the fire of God that you'll have to run out and touch every person that's known to man to tell of this good news that you can be set free from bondage. That you don't have to be stripped down by the enemy that keeps you in bondage. That keeps you going in circles in cycles of defeat trying to get out. But you feel like you can't get out like you're in a pit, like you can't get the strength to move. You can't get the strength to keep on getting out that the enemy keeps you so bound down. But you see, it's the name is the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus will set you free. But there must be a cry in your heart. There must be a cry for wanting him more than you want yourself. Sometimes we get in a place of complacency where it seems that we have stopped walking with God. It seems that we walked a certain length of time with him trying to seek him, but the battle got too hard. I'll tell you a story. There's a story in the Bible where Peter is in the boat and he says, "Lord, if it is you command me to come to you on the water." So he said, "Come." And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw that the wind was furious, he was afraid and began to sink. He cried out, saying, Lord, save me. Have you ever been into a place where you feel like you're in a storm? You feel like you're in a storm and you, there's no way to get out, like you're sinking. like you're sinking. But I'm here to declare to you that I'm here to declare to you that after the battle after the battle comes victory. And then that produces a miracle. After the storm After the storm and the battle comes the victory and the miracle. You see, as Peter was afraid, he took his eyes off of Jesus and he looked at his circumstances. He looked at the storm surrounding him and he said, My Lord, save me. You see, he didn't just wallow down. He didn't just stay in that place of complacency. He didn't just keep staring at his circumstances. He cried out, Lord, save me. Save me. Save me. And immediately, Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him. And see, the beautiful thing is. In Matthew 14, verse 34 through 36, a little further down, it says when they had crossed over, they came to the land of Gineret. And when the men of that place recognized him, they sent out into all that surrounding region, brought him to all who were sick, and begged him that they might only touch the hem of his garment. And as many as touched it were made perfectly well. There was a storm and a battle, but Peter didn't give up. And in the midst of that, there was victory and a miracle produced for people. Sometimes we get so Caught up looking at ourself and not realizing that God, what what the problems and the circumstances that you're facing is actually producing a miracle. A miracle for you to carry to someone else because you're not going through that just for yourself. God is taking you through this battle for you to carry your testimony to someone else. For you to go and lay hands on the sick and you shall see them recover because that is the Word of God. That is the word of God. But sometimes we get the word of God just in our mind. and We don't let it come down into our spirit. We give up before it is able to take root into our spirit. The picture is bigger than you and I. We are making history, which is his story. It's his story. I remember when the Lord asked me to walk away from my career and follow him. He showed me a scripture in the Bible where he came to Matthew, which is Levi. He came to Levi, the tax collector, and he said, come, follow me. And I started to think to myself, I said, well, if I go to Walmart and ask someone to come follow me, they're going to look at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> but something happened to him. What it says in the Bible that he dropped everything he knew to follow Jesus. He left his family, his friends to follow Jesus. And there was something there was something that happened. He had an encounter with the living God. He had an encounter where no, it was so personal that he would drop everything at the sound of a hat to follow that voice He had an encounter with the presence of God, with Jesus, the living God. He was not the one that died, but the one that resurrected, the one that's still living today. He's not living in the ground, but he's living in heaven, and he's crying out for you. He's crying out for you because he has a destiny and a purpose for your life. And if you will only answer the call, if you will only answer the call, he will show you where he can take you. After I left, I was so alone. God had told me to leave my career, and I was so alone. And I was just following his voice. I was following his voice, and he would speak to me through so many people that you would be an evangelist, that you would be an evangelist. And there came a point in my my walk where it seemed that there was nothing happening. There was nothing happening. And there was no doors. There was no doors of opportunity. There was no miracles happening in my life. It was like God just stopped talking to me. And when I came to the end of myself, when I came to the end of myself, it seemed that a door of opportunity just swung open. Because I would... I would talk to him and say, God, I'm not even a part of a church. How can I be an evangelist? You tell me I'm an evangelist, but how can I be an evangelist? I don't even see a way. <laughs> but he is the miracle worker. <laughs> Mm. the bible says if you seek him you will find him when you seek him with all of your heart some people are playing they're playing with god He's so full of love for his children. And they're hurting in this world. And they're even hurting in here right now. <laughs> and if he says, come to me all who are weary and heavy burden, and I will give you rest. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. He will bring rest for your soul. Holy Ghost. He will bring rest for your soul. Thank you, Lord. The Bible says... In Psalms 34-4, I sought the Lord, and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Sometimes we have a fear of the unknown. (laughs) We have a fear of the unknown an uncertainty. But you see, God wants you to trust in him. The Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him. And He will direct your paths. He wants you to know His voice. (sighs) Psalms 41 through 3 says, I waited patiently for the Lord. And He inclined unto me and heard my cry. He brought me up also out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock, and established my goings. And he hath put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God, many shall see it, and fear, and shall trust in the Lord. There's healing for you in his presence, in his word. There's healing for you if you will cry out. I don't know what you're going through in your life. But there's hope for you. There's hope for you. In the name of Jesus, there's hope for you. In his blood, you see the blood he shed doesn't just cover your sins, it washes them away. It washes them away where they are no more. They are no more. He makes you new. A new creation. You're not what you once were. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He heals the brokenhearted.